0: Barack Obama's health care reform plan. What will it mean for doctors, for patients, and for the nation? I'm your host, Paul Rayburn. Welcome to a special presidential edition of the Washington Health Report, part of our series on presidential candidates' health plans. Today we are talking about the health care reform plans of Senator Barack Obama. All the Democratic presidential candidates have outlined comprehensive health care plans that include ideas about how they would strive to cover all Americans, what they would do about Medicaid and Medicare, about S-CHIP and preventive care, and how they would pay for these programs. Most of their plans rely on a mix of public and private institutions. Over the past couple of months, many of the Democratic candidates described their health care plans in their own words at a forum in Washington organized by Families USA and the Federation of American Hospitals. And ReachMD has brought you highlights of those conversations. But because Senator Obama has not appeared at that forum, we are talking to someone who knows a lot about his plan. Dr. Beth Fuchs of Health Policy Alternatives, a Washington consulting firm. Dr. Fuchs specializes in policies related to Medicare, health insurance, the uninsured and health care reform. She has also worked most recently on Medicare reform and prescription drug programs, and she's been an advisor on many pieces of federal legislation. She's also taken great care to understand and compare the presidential candidates' health reform plans. And while she is strictly nonpartisan, her work puts her in a good position to give us an independent view of Senator Obama's plans for health care reform. Welcome to the program, Dr. Fuchs. so we want to talk specifically about Senator Obama. First of all, is it your understanding that health care is a priority for him?
1: I think it's certainly a major priority for him, like most of the Democratic candidates. It is probably not an area that he feels as facile with as some of his competitors, but certainly he lists it as one of his most important policy areas and has spent a great deal of the time and attention on it.
0: Now, can you just give us sort of some bullet points and kind of an outline of what his proposal is?
1: Well, you kind of gave the basic overview of it when you talked about the general democratic proposals, because they're largely the same. And that is that he is uh, seeking to expand health insurance coverage and eventually reach universal coverage 100% by providing for more affordable health insurance policies. And he does, as you said, build on existing sources of coverage. So he's not going to do away with the employer-sponsored insurance market. He's not going to do away with Medicare, Medicaid, or S-CHIP. Instead, what he wants to do is build upon those sources of coverage. He would expand eligibility for Medicaid and S-CHIP to people who are currently not getting it because of their incomes. He would get other folks into private insurance by providing for premium subsidies so that if you're a lower income, you would be able to presumably afford the coverage. He'd also help out with employers who have employees with very high costs. It's a sort of employer catastrophic program. And the way he says he can do that is through a variety of initiatives. He would expand the availability of affordable private insurance, first by creating what he calls a new national program through which people who don't have access to Medicaid or to employer-sponsored coverage would be able to get their coverage. And this would also include small firms that are uninsured. And then he would create another mechanism, which he calls a national health insurance exchange, through which this new national plan and private insurance companies, those folks who operate today in the insurance market, would market their policies. And this insurance exchange would act as sort of a regulator of insurance, and everybody who participated in there as insurers would have to accept everyone, regardless of health status. And there would be other rules related to it to, again, in his view, make insurance more affordable. And then he, like his competitors in the Democratic campaign, would do a lot of things to implement cost containment and quality improvement initiatives. And the whole idea is, in his view, if you do enough to make health insurance affordable, then... Everybody or close to everybody would get health insurance and become covered. And so, you know, the crux of this matter is to drive down costs. And as I say, he has a number of initiatives very much like other folks to do
0: that. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think part of his notion is that he would not use mandates. That is not require people to buy insurance, whereas I think some of the other Democratic candidates would. Is that correct?
1: actually does, like Hillary Clinton and Senator Edwards, have a mandate for employers to either provide health insurance or to pay if they choose not to provide some contribution, which would then be used to finance the national health program. But unlike those guys, what he does is he says he does not believe or does not want to do an individual mandate. That is, that all of us folks would not be required to have health insurance. And that has been a real major bone of contention within the campaign so far, with Senators Clinton and Edwards saying that you can't get to universal coverage if you don't have a requirement on individuals to actually purchase health insurance. And he says that you don't need a mandate, that mandates don't work that if you look at, for example, mandated insurance for drivers, not everybody gets it. And so his argument is if you make insurance affordable then effectively people will come, and you can avoid the individual
0: mandate. Now, you gave us a long list of things that Senator Obama wants to do. Let's see if we can go back at that again and maybe break it down in a slightly different way, which will help me and maybe some listeners get a handle on this. Now, uh, the various programs and plans that you mentioned, if we took it from the point of view of the private insurance companies, what would be different for them under Senator Obama's plan? Well,
1: they would different rules than they do today. As those of your listeners know, insurance is mostly regulated at the state level, so it varies by rules and states. In New York, there's a much more aggressive insurance regulation than in many other states, for example, but they do vary considerably. Under Senator Obama's plan, in order to participate in this new national health insurance exchange, which would be essential probably for an insurer to get most of their market, they would have to agree to new terms. So, for example, they would have to offer coverage that is very similar to the kinds of coverage that are provided under the Federal Employee Health Benefit Program, and that's the program which members of Congress get their coverage through. And it's nice to be able to say as a political sort of remark that you're going to be able to get the same coverage as members of Congress. So insurers would have to essentially provide health insurance to anybody who came through the door to this exchange, and they would have to accept certain restrictions on their levels of profit if the exchange found that there wasn't sufficient competition, and there probably would be lots of other rules that are not spelled out in the proposal.
0: You know, it's interesting that I'd always sort of had the impression, I guess, because of the political debate that the federal health insurance plan for members of Congress was a pretty good deal and that that would be a good deal for the rest of us if we could get that. But then I heard Senator Biden say recently that when he had some brain surgery, he actually used his wife's health insurance. I think she's a teacher. So then I thought, geez, maybe it's not so good after all.
1: Well, you know, under the Federal Employee Health Benefit Program, you get a choice of policies, and it really depends on the policy that Senator Biden has selected. And some are very, very comprehensive and some are less so. There has been a trend, as there has been with insurance elsewhere, that most of us get, to have increasing deductibles and co payments. But by and large, for the vast numbers of folks out there who are insured currently through the small group, the small business coverage, and through an increasingly high deductible plans that are offered even in larger employer plans, most of the coverage that's offered by the federal employee program is pretty darn good. And so it is a standard that most of the candidates in the Democratic Party are using as a sort of benchmark for the coverage that would be offered in one way or another through their proposal. So I would say it's pretty comprehensive. All
0: right, that's good, because for a moment there, I was reconsidering my plans to run for the Senate. I (laughs) guess I can keep that on. Now, what about, that many of our listeners are medical professionals, many of them doctors, what would Senator Obama's plan, what differences would there be for doctors and other health professionals?
1: large, not many, if any, in the sense of they would still be dealing with lots of private insurers, although they would also be dealing maybe with a new national health insurance plan that would be competing with these insurers, again, for a subset of the population. They'd still have most of their patients who probably have insurance cards through their employers. So By and large, they would not see much of a change, although hopefully if this proposal worked, they would have much fewer numbers of patients who come through their doors who do not have any source of coverage. In other words, they would not be providing as much charity care or uncompensated care the other ways in which they would be affected are not in the health insurance coverage provisions of Senator Obama's proposal but again like other other candidates proposals in the cost containment and quality improvement initiatives and in the- They are not very different. All these candidates kind of have the same things. There'd be more emphasis on health insurance technology so that we would have much more use of electronic medical records. There would be much more in the way of pay for performance so that physicians may well find themselves perhaps not getting paid as much if they don't measure up on certain standards or perhaps even receiving deductions in their reimbursement, they would presumably be subject to more transparency requirements where the kinds of outcomes that they have as providers would be more revealed in some way to the public. Like his opponents, there is some kind of medical liability reform. It's not very specific. So as physicians, they might well see changes in the nature of their practice, but really much more at the margins. And I guess one other thing that is most of the candidates, and Mr. Obama is there, too, would very much like to see the value for our money improved. And so he, too, would gravitate towards looking for more evidence in the practice of medicine. There's a general trend towards moving to these same kinds of quality improvement, cost reduction measures.
0: It's always been interesting to me and slightly puzzling that, of course, it's not true of all physicians, but many of them seem to be very wary of more comprehensive health care reform, whereas it it would seem to me at the point that you made that if more of the people walking through the door have coverage, that's pretty good for the business plan, I would think. Is it just that they are so... Wary of government involvement that they 're not willing to take that chance again, I, I know i 'm not speaking for all of them, but it certainly seems to be true for many physicians.
1: no, I think it absolutely has been true historically for organized medicine in the a m a particularly where there is a great deal of skepticism, concern, paranoia, whatever about universal or close to universal health insurance programs being advocated at the federal level, and that has a historical roots i mean they have always seen that that if you get the federal government involved, even just in the financing of health care, that eventually it's a big foot in the door towards reimbursement regulation. And so they see the potential here that the government would start to change what they are paid by insurers or that they end up being essentially employees of the federal government. None of the Democratic candidates, with the exception perhaps of Representative Kucinich, would advocate that we move to that kind of system. They're all very much in the camp right now of saying we're going to rely on private insurance. All we're doing is facilitating a way to make private insurance compete on a more level playing field where they will accept everybody, they all work on the same kinds of rules, and that people will still get to choose the health care and the health care providers, the doctors, the hospitals, that they want to choose. Now, the health insurance plans may continue to do what health insurance plans have done for years, which is create networks and set reimbursement. But that would not be the government. That would continue to be the private insurers.
0: That sounds like a great place to bring our conversation to a close. We've been talking with Dr. Beth Fuchs of Health Policy Alternatives in Washington about some of the interesting details of Senator Barack Obama's health care plan for America. Thanks for being with us, Dr. Fuchs. You're very welcome. I'm your host, Paul Rayburn. You have been listening to ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, visit our website, ReachMD.com, where you can find program guides, podcast. Leave us a note. Let us know what you think about the shows we're doing and give us suggestions for future shows. Thanks so much for being with us.